said it for a while so i thought uh. it was time to say it <laughs> time to bring it back we coined a new one pastor blow your mind at five because oh. we're live at five ah. yeah we are we are live, live at, at five thirty we're waking mm. you up on the east coast and we're putting you to bed in the southern hemisphere somewhere somewhere mm. somewhere we're putting you to bed and somewhere we're waking you up amen hallelujah well ah. guys this is our team and our team on Portals consists of me first. I'm your host, Shenanies. <laughs> and then we have Pastor Nathan Cassis. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone to listen, who's listening to us on Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. Then we have a special guest, the seasoned member of Dark to Light. <laughs> Deborah, Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on here. <laughs> Welcome. And then we have Dr. Robin Gasses. Hi, guys. Now, Spotify, we don't condone the fear of missing out. However, comma... If you were to join us on our Facebook Live while we still exist there, you could be a part of our live audience as well. So we've already started to open up this dialogue about the ongoing class of Kingdom Emotions hosted here at Torque NYC. And our lovely Pastor Nathan is the teacher of kingdom emotions and of course supported by dr robin and dr tody cassis <laughs> yes he's doctor oh my now. God, only he, doctor. yes all these doctors in the house anybody need a doctor ask, is there a doctor <laughs> right in the house? yes this is the true doctor you want a true healing get a doctor in the house okay yes so um for a while, these portals will be uh, coming from the backs of the Kingdom Motion class. So, the fortunate part for you guys on Spotify is to get, you get a little sneak peek about some of the things we're talking about in the class. But we highly encourage you to take it at least once in your Christianity life. Uh, yeah. Very, very good for you. I'm telling you. So, this one we named it... Illegal Entry. Ooh. Illegal Entry. Mm. Oh. I wonder what he's talking about. I have a lot of thoughts, and I don't know <laughs> if they are a good ones. So tell us. Open this up. Yeah. Um, tonight we talked about, last week we talked, and I don't want to give all away because obviously you're going to do the course, but one of the main things we talked about tonight was how we try to coach ourselves into the presence of God and um, how anything outside what God says is true about us is actually an illegal 
thing that we engage in. And uh, we talked about the power of imagination and how imagination forms up and frames the reality that we exist in. And uh, God gave us a imagination because if he didn't, if we didn't have an imagination, we wouldn't be like him because imagination is the ability to create from nothing. And so in our imagination, we are in his likeness, like creators, just like he is creator. We have that DNA in us. But what I really brought home to the class was it's when we use our imagination outside of the confines of what he says to be true that we move into an illegal entry into the spiritual realm and we actually use a faculty spiritually that was given to us to lead us into the presence of God and see what he says. So it's got to be spirit to spirit. And we use that on a, an earthly flesh level and it doesn't lead to spirit to spirit. So I know Pastor Rob wanted to unpack this more because... As I was seeking the Lord today um, to ask specifically for the class, I was like, Lord, what is the illegal entry point that you're highlighting to this class? Because we know, you know, self-works, like doing things in the flesh. We know that. But he really honed in on this spiritual dynamic of coaching ourselves, self-working ourselves into his presence um, self-justifying ourselves into his presence, um, you know. Um, and uh, it was really, really powerful because um, the Lord began to say to me, I want you to, he said, he said something funny because I said, Lord, the memorial stones, when we come to you and, you know, you say, you know, remember, you know, look back. So a lot of Christians would take that and then they look back at how God has moved and then they apply the same way he's moved in a previous move to how he wants to move today. And if you go according to what he's saying and look back, we, you're thinking, well, I'm just applying, you know, how he did it. But then, you know, a formula. And the Lord said to me, no, I want you to approach every situation like you know nothing. But all that you know is my goodness. And I think that's powerful because... That's all he wants us to look back and remember. He doesn't want us to look back and remember the way that he did it. Because I said tonight, once we become so focused on the way, we forget about the way maker. You know? And we make the way the answer and not the way maker. And so why is he getting us to look back? He's getting us to look back so that we see who he was. And that he's been the same yesterday, today and forevermore. And so that memorial stone is important. Now, why that's important is because when you begin to look back and you begin to approach God with that mentality of, I know how you're going to move. I know what you're going to say. I know how you're going to release. I know how you're going to heal. I know how you're going to set free. That kind of primes you to be in this place of illegal entry because now you're not entering via the Holy Spirit, you're entering via your knowledge. And you can't enter the presence of God in any other way. I really pointed this out to the class. The Holy Spirit is what causes us to have legal access to the spiritual realm. And beyond just the, the, you know, the redemption of the Holy Spirit, of our spirits, it's the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And that's given through 
the gift of tongues, the gift of the actual birthing of the Spirit. So the Holy Spirit living within us is the only way we can access that spiritual realm. And Pastor wanted to talk on that because this is a really, really big dynamic that we don't understand as believers. And I just want to read something that I spoke in the course, which will give some scripture to back it up. Because this is powerful. So Jesus says here, funny enough, um, in his last, in his last, you know, address to his disciples, he says to them, "Wait, wait, and you will receive power to be my witnesses." And if you do a study on that word there, witnesses, it does not mean evangelists. It does not mean witness with your mouth. It means the actual word there in the Greek, it means observer. So he's saying to them, right, I'm going to my father to be with him and I'm going to send the comforter. So wait, wait, and you will receive power to be my witnesses. So he's talking about that Holy Spirit power that's coming, that comforter that's coming, is coming to bring you into being a witness a seer of what I do, an observer of what I do. So that Holy Spirit is the reason I can observe him in the supernatural, in the spiritual realm, in the heavens, and like Jesus in John 5.19 say, I only do what I see my Father doing. Mm. So Jesus couldn't access the Father's vision void of the Holy Spirit. And there's a lot of truth here that really is powerful to the believer because when we realize that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the only way we can get into the spiritual realm in the presence of God, we would stop trying to fulfill all these formulas. We would stop trying to let our self-righteousness and our self-works and our self-performance work us in there. I said tonight, transformation does not take place through external obedience. Mm. And I mean, we could talk on that for a little bit. We could. I, I, we could. You know, like external obedience, right? Um, okay, I need to do this, this, and this to, excuse me, be right with the Lord. I need to do this, 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 and then I'll be in His presence. And so, anytime you find yourself pulling up a list, usually that list is not spirit born. And so when you start to feel like you have to check off the box, when you start to feel like you have to tick off the mark to be transformed into his image, I said to the class tonight, you've become so trans you become so transfixed is the word, and you've become so focused on the list that you forgot who brings change. Wow. You don't bring change. I don't bring change. Transformation cannot take place. By our power. We do not have the power. I'm going to say this and then I'll take a breath. To mm. change ourselves. It's mm. true. You know, and every, I said to the class tonight, every time we've tried to change ourselves, void of his spirit, and we focus more on the sin mm -hmm. than the actual one who overcomes through us, wow. you've probably fallen more. Every time you wake up and say, I can, 
that day will be a very hard day for you. Because if you live by the I can of your own strength, it's going to be a reality shock that you can do nothing. And every time I've said to the class tonight, every time I've tried to change myself, mate, it has been a very slippery slope. It has. So that was kind of a summary. Yeah. No, I mean. You were there. Uh, Tell us what it. you got out of it. Oh, jeez. I had to walk out on one of those. Huh? <laughs> I had to, you know, take a breath for one of them. But one of the things, too, that you sort of mentioned, I wonder if this is similar because um, you didn't mention it in this pocket, but you mentioned it, the idea of us um, always trying to not do things. So is that the the things trying not to do is also a list in transfixing yourself. Um, Definitely. You coaching yourself. Yeah. See, we can, we think we can coach ourselves through righteous coaching. Yes. No, but Mm -mm. we can't Mm -mm. righteously coach ourselves into the presence of God. Oh, I'm going to keep a, I'll just give you a physical example. Oh, I'm going to keep a, you know, I'm going to keep a lid on my mouth. I'm not going to lose it with people. Lies. You know, Can I tell you that? Let me tell you. Let me testify. Thing? That is the biggest lie. Because I be losing. That people it. say, but when they finally do blurt it out, like I've been holding my mouth back. Exactly. For so long. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know that that's just yeah. come up in my arguments. Like, wait, that was all my not fooling <laughs> anyone. It goes to show you oh that that argument. Oh, I'm gonna keep a lid on my mouth. Yeah, like, oh, you, you know, don't know how hard I'm gonna watch what I'm saying. <laughs> it actually gives you a case against God. Oh, because you start to yeah, remember exactly. all the times. Yeah, yeah. You've kept a lid on you your mouth. Keeping a tally, <laughs> and you start to build the list. And no, the you list is switch. what no. tries to bring you into self righteousness, self works, this yeah. self justification. We talked about the word justification, just as if. And I keep bringing this home. When the Lord says, "I have justified you," giving you justification. That's just as if it had never taken place. That is amazing. But the self-justification that we engage in as believers, Shania, Mm -hmm. is we try to stand before the Lord with the excuses to prove just as if it was never in our hearts. Oh, my gosh, when you say that. Lord, just as if. Lord, you, you got it wrong. I never meant that. I never said that. I never believed that. And he's thinking, listen, I know the intent of your heart better than you know it. So please, there's no self-justification that can stand in my presence. So self-justification, self-works, this illegal entry of I'm a coach myself into righteousness, Mm -hmm. they're all illegal entry points. Mm. And I know Dr. Robin wants to bang it out on this one. Yeah, I'd like to come from a little bit different angle. I'd like to come from the action your action to do with the illegal um, entry. Um, Because one thing that we're learning really strongly is if God isn't in it, (laughs) it's illegal. It's not... So we're not just saying, you know, we're not just saying it's... uh, well, maybe better next time. Oh, wow. We're saying we're creating something or trying to create something that shouldn't even be started. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And we actually pointed that out with Abraham tonight. I know we're going to go to a break, but we pointed that yeah. out. The amount of years that Abraham engaged because he wasn't using his 
faculty <laughs> of imagination wow. to picture what God said was true. Over Neither it. was Sarah. That's why she was very easy to come up with that. Oh, let's help. I got an idea. Oh. Where did that idea come from? Mm, I can take Not a few guesses. Not the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And, wow. and, you know, we br- you brought up about imagination. And wow. that's not daydreaming. Imagination is something that God created, but it shouldn't be used for anything except for what God is causing it to be created for. Mm. And we, a lot of the time, go into daydreaming. Uh, we're trying to go into a spiritual experience mm. And we're using natural means and uh, and soulish means, yeah. and and you know we're coming from the outside in. Yeah. We're not we're not coming from the inside, going out right. in from our spirit, going out into our soul and other areas like a conduit, mm-hmm. but we're actually trying to influence our spirit with what we're bringing in. Mm. Now that becomes illegal. Mm. You know, like if God isn't in it, we shouldn't be doing it. Mm. I don't care how much it looks good or religious. It's just religious. Yeah. It is not spiritual. And that that's really scary, you know, because if you work out how many times we might have done it, others are constantly doing it, you think, well, should that move ever have happened? Uh, you know what? Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to leave you with that question. Oh, my goodness. But listen, if you get a picture that we're coming back, it's from the Lord because we will be right back. <laughs> Wow. See, this is the part of the course that I actually walked out on because this is the part that I was like, okay, I'm going to need you to stop reading my mail to the Lord. Okay, that's between me and God. But I must say that, you know, what's interesting that's blowing my mind too, especially about daydreaming, because I was deceived in thinking that was just these spontaneous visions from the Lord. Because I never understood why I would have the vision in the first place or where it came from. So I was never able until most recently, because I think you mentioned this even before the course, you guys have mentioned date dreaming, I think, when we talk about pictures, that it was actually not a good thing. Um, And I love what you tied into it today is even locating like this is how fantasy comes about because again people are thinking like oh my gosh i just got this spun especially people who aren't familiar with god's character or the way he speaks to us like myself i for years just thought that was a spontaneous vision that i got that encouraged me but Technically, it wasn't. It was that actual dangling care in a sense. Can I unpack this daydreaming a little it. bit? Um, uh, I'm studying um, a wisdom through dream interpretation. That's a part of my doctorate too. Now, daydreaming is so dangerous, and I said it tonight, because daydream usually, daydreaming usually comes from a spirit of idleness. 
you know, and the idleness is when your hand is set to the plow and you begin to look back. You begin to daydream. And so daydream moves you out of the imagination, creation mechanism. That's what I'm going to call it. Your imagination is your creation mechanism where you can form nothing from something. That's what imagination is. It's literally forming nothing from something. And God, when he directs it into his presence in the, in the legal way, you begin to form vision. You begin to form dreams. You begin to form and you begin to see promises and you begin to see ideas and concepts and things that have never been thought of before because it's coming straight from his spirit through into you, right? But daydreaming is really dangerous because, okay, it comes as a result of idleness. And then that idleness causes you to, like I said, move out of being focused on the productivity of the kingdom at hand. Now you fall into this, I'm idle, I'm, and you begin to waste your time. And then with daydreaming, what happens is, here I go, it's usually the things that are not surrendered to God that you begin to daydream about. It's usually the things that your mind's projector screen has not brought into the counsel of the Holy Spirit that you will begin to fantasize and move into illegal pictures to begin, like Pastor said, illegally seeing pictures, using your imagination to create scenes that you're not permitted to see. And why you're not permitted to see them is because you haven't got a reamer about them. So when you surrender them to the Lord, see the difference with dreaming and the difference with vision is vision requires character. Daydreaming requires no character. You can be there, you can see, you can be a part of it, you can feel what you want to feel. In daydreaming. In daydreaming. But with dreams, it's a process and you have to walk through it. And there's a transformation of Mm, character mm. that takes the place. Mm. And this is really powerful because in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, he sees the transformation that has to take place. You know, even with that stone that's going to throw down all those kingdoms. That was God saying, I'm going to overrule you. I'm going to show you that I'm more powerful than you. So God's dreams and visions always lead back to character transformation. Daydreaming is usually the revealing of something that you haven't submitted to the Lord. And now your mind is illegally trying to paint pictures to pull you outside of the presence of the Lord. I didn't get to say all of that tonight, but we'll, we'll unpack that more when we go into dreams and visions. And that's why daydreaming, the Bible says a daydreamer is an idle person. Uh, I didn't even know it was in the Bible. <laughs> and it's funny because you'll daydream and you'll be in the middle of a task. Yes, yes. And you'll fall into this spirit oh, yes. of the grass being greener on the other it. side. Right. Or this thinking of I'm so bored with what I'm doing or I've got no purpose in what I'm doing. And you lose focus and attention of what God has called you to in the moment. And you think that something else is better or you think that there's no fruit in what you're doing. So therefore the enemy moves you into this illegal fantasy kind of imagery. Wow. And that's why fantasy God will never touch. He'll never use to reveal himself. Dreams, visions, yes. But daydreaming is sporadic. And I talked about the difference between sporadic and spontaneity. 
that the, the spontaneity of the spirit is consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is not sporadic in our lives. Yeah. Why? Because he's con- consistently spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't just show up one day and then move away for like the next three weeks and then show up again. Exactly. He's consistently, spontaneously interrupting our lives. Yeah. So that's, that's a good. real big fruit barometer for you to be able to depict, okay, is this from the Holy Spirit or is this from me? Because... The daydreaming is sporadic. It's I impetuous. Think, I mm. think uh, a better way of saying it is not even that he is, uh, you know, spontaneously or interrupting our lives. I think he's uh, causing us to bend. Oh, I like that. Coming mm. bendable. Bendable, mm. yeah, yeah. That is bendable. a good way of saying it. And, and that really shows that he, if you're bendable, you're working with him. Mm. Yeah, so this is not a one-way thing. This is not just him doing it and me not reciprocating. This means I'm actually working with this through the bendability, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. swaying in it, you know. And, Pastor, just to go to a natural instance, there are creators in the world that I could say of companies that I won't mention that will attribute their vision or their um, idea coming through a daydream. Yeah. Of and, worldly and companies. And yeah, and they will call that a vision and from they God. Will, they will call that or a, vi- or a vision from their heart. But here's the key. You can't get a vision from your heart void of the spirit because it's the only way you can access well, you, the pictures. Mm. Yeah, you can't get uh, a creative vision. Yeah. You can't. You can get a soulish thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And then you've got to keep daydreaming to keep it going. <laughs> that's true. And that's the thing about fantasy. You have to keep having fantasy. Yeah, yeah. it's just true. It's you know, true. Fantasy is addictive. You have to keep combining your mind's imagination mechanism to conjure up wrong pictures. And it all, all to say, also a way of it set up emotionally because then you get caught up and what that picture looks like, you get hopeful in that picture and it has no hope in it, you know, yeah. has no, no, no fruit whatsoever in it. So then you it, it's like the enemy takes you down a downward spiral because like, wait, I don't have that Wait, I haven't attained that Wait, Why don't you know, why isn't God giving it to me? Why is God withholding this version of what I want away from me? And it's like this consistent and psychologically, True. this is where um, people that have social disorders, that the world would say social disorders, um, really fall into this trap. They fall for the daydream being the reality more than the reality that they live. So they would rather live in the fantasy of what they perceive to be their reality yeah. than the actual reality of their life. So they spend all of this time giving creative function to this part of their imagination and it turns off their ability to connect in this personal reality. So the devil has them chasing their tail, wanting to live in a, in a, in a realm that the Lord says is not true. And so that again is what we need to explore about this, this uh, daydreaming is not a spiritual experience and... And it can't be attributed to something spiritual. It can't. 
So therefore, if you try to bring about through a daydream, uh, you know, maybe certain things in your life, you really are touching something and it is actually illegal for you to do this in God. And the, one, of the, one of the scientific medical keys for why God won't use your daydream is this. When you go to sleep, you close your eyes and your brain shuts down. Your heart begins to speak. When you're awake, your brain is not shut down. So he's got a war with the faculties of your eyes and all of those five senses creating the wrong pictures. So in order for the right pictures to happen, something needs to turn off that's blocking it. So this is why dreaming is so powerful when it's led by the Holy Spirit because those pictures aren't coming from the mind projector. They're coming from the heart because the mind goes into neurogenesis. It's too focused on reconditioning and refreshing itself for the day ahead that the heart begins to say, right, I'm awake. I can speak. Daydreaming is not your heart speaking. It's your mind trying to tell your heart. And it's your mind's pictures. Well, it's actually your mind trying to tell your heart what to dream. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what it is. And, and so, you know, um, it's, it's something that we've all possibly gone through. I've daydreamed and, so much. And, <laughs> and you, you saw, I've got to go back to sleep so I can... And then you start to manipulate your dream into, uh, you know, you wow, wow, what do you want to say about that one, God? So you, you're trying to lie there and you're trying to get it and, uh, you know, it goes off on another another direction and you, and you no, 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 no. I was on this yeah, course. Yeah. I was on this course and I was heading this way. And, uh, well, you're not going to head that way it, because God somehow put a stop to it. I've done it. Yep. Uh, earlier on, I've done it, you know. And is it funny how in the I great... I think we can daydream with our mouth too, by <laughs> the way. David, <laughs> please Isn't say something. Pastor, how in most of the times, and we'll talk about this in the dream course, in most of the times the Lord reveals himself with a promise to the patriarchs of faith, he puts them to sleep. What was that? He puts them to sleep. Yeah. He doesn't talk to them while they're awake. He no. puts Abraham to sleep. He puts Joseph to sleep. Yeah. He puts Jacob to sleep. Yeah. He puts Daniel to sleep. Shall I go on? Why? Because he's saying, in order for me to show you my picture. Yeah, otherwise you create your I own. have to shut down all the mechanism of your natural picture. I've got to shut down your brain's ability to give you its image. Over my image. And do you know the thing you that... You put Adam to sleep. Yeah. And do you know with your daydream, you add verbal. <laughs> you do. You have conversation I with it. talking to that dream. I do be talking to it about the And, and, and you actually, um, uh, you, you, you know, you go into it and then you, uh, you start, 
you know, visualising, you explore it, then you start adding and then you have this full-on conversation with I'm yourself. You, yes. And it's a two-way <laughs> conversation with you. Dangerous. Oh so dangerous. And, and, and it, it can not work in the area of your imagination, but it tries to take your imagination. <gasps> and take it somewhere that it shouldn't be, which I'm talking about becomes illegal. So anything, Shania, anything, I don't care what it is, if God's not in it, and it can be a godly thing, right? But if God's not putting emphasis on it and he's not doing it, for you to continue with it, to create something or try to create something out of this yeah. is highly illegal. Right. I, let me give you a gym first. I love that you guys mentioned, like, you know, the one biggest topic in most of our Christian minds is marriage. And <laughs> you said, uh, Pastor Nate, like, Look, if the Lord didn't give you a word about it or a vision about it right now, don't think it. Because even though that's a good yeah, thing, that's right. you could start fantasizing about it way before it's time for you to start, for the Lord to start revealing it to you. That's where you, you put and your like, list up. Oh, oh no. And, and so many people do this. They do. They look at what others have. They, put they their compare list up. their life. Then they look at the... Look, let's. They use the faculty of ma imagination. They see yeah. the spouse. Then they begin to use their imagination. Oh, I wish I had that person. Oh, I wish that my person looked like that. Then they begin to become so entrenched in the fantasy that they can't see that God, okay, might not be focusing on that. He might be focusing on healing and family or career or you know destiny. Mm -hmm. And what does Satan do? He steps into the potential of what they've created illegitimately. Oh. And he brings along and the wrong person you. for the wrong time. Oh and, and that person moves in going, ah, this is God. God brought this along. But he'll take you in there. But you see, he shouldn't even be in there. And he'll take you, try to take you into a spiritual experience that it's highly illegal for him to be involved with. Uh, yeah. This is the part I walked out. This is why I can't handle this one. Go ahead, Can Debbie. I ask Go ahead. Questions on this thing because yes, I don't have please, any answers in this area. Please, input. I'm just wanting to know now, stepping into like this new journey with asking the Lord to replace pictures. I know you gave some really great examples already. Like, what's that safeguard that you know that you know this was birthed in Him? And you're not going to go down that route, like that route of fantasy picture. Yeah, uh, this is a like, good question, and it wow, all comes my back parameter to peace. The peace. Daydreaming does yeah. not lead to peace. Yeah. It leads to impetuousness. It yeah. leads to doing mm. it. It leads to yep. anxiety, frustration, yeah. fear of missing out. Double-mindedness, so the, the fruit, the fruit. The fruit. And remember, we talked Soul about fruit. God won't set you free in an area until that fruit is ready to be born. Yeah, that was good. You know, and so... And that he won't allow yeah, you. Yeah, he won't allow you to take possession of a land until there's fruit shown. But you've got to mm. have something there yeah. to put, put the thing into. And if you haven't got, you know, uh, something to carry the fruit, he's not going to let you do it. Wow. Praise God. 
I just want to read scripturally so we have um, some scriptural understanding of this. It says, um, don't be in a hurry to talk, Ecclesiastes 5 verse 2. Um, this is God's word translation. Don't be eager to speak in the presence of God. Since God is in heaven and you are on earth, limit the number of your words. Verse 3, daydreaming comes when there are too many worries. So that really means uh, Get freedom. That, Amen. That's good because that means wow. that uh, too many fingers are in the pie. Yeah, and anxiety moves you out of the picture that he has. We talked about Nehemiah. Nehemiah, you know, we talked about the Lord, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Nehemiah could have gotten caught up in the sabotage more than the thing that he was called to do. And anxiety will lead him into the sabotage. But because he was focused, his eyes were fixed on what he was called to do and doing that and seeing it through, he was strengthened and joy then was produced. And in the midst of sabotage, in the midst of someone trying to kill him, he could say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah. You know, and now you would best believe that Satan tried to get him to move into some illegal imaginations <laughs> and illegal fantasy. And this is the key. This is a really, really blanket statement. Fantasy is something God is never going to fulfill. No. So why would you waste time picturing it? No. This, is the, this is the truth. Fantasy is something he's never going to fulfill. It's something you're creating. It's not created by him. It's not spoken by him. It's not what he's saying is true. So why give your mind's faculty and energy and your spiritual energy to using creative power to try and create something that he's never going to step into? I, I, I would like to say there is sometimes when we're into daydreaming that it's actually while we are um, trying to sleep and we're trying to create a fantasy yep. out of it. Yep. It's so dangerous. But look, that's the that's the thing that um, we're talking about that most people could understand. But there's other stuff that we need to get into oh, mm, uh, that mm. we talk about what isn't God, you know. If God isn't in it, then it's illegal. Don't do it. I don't care if it's healing. I don't care what it is. Just because the word says doesn't mean you impetuously mm. move out of the leading of the Holy Spirit and do these things. You must be led. Otherwise, you're entering in creating. Uh, it's like a, to me, it's like a divining. Oh, just about, oh, not divination. We're going to go on a quick break, guys, but we're on a row of flow with the Holy Spirit, so we definitely don't want to interrupt that and make it daydream. So we'll be right back. Jump back in, jump back in, don't leave the mind idle. Oh. Yeah, it really is, uh, Shania. It, <sighs> you know, I, I said that word, divining. Yeah. 
It is. It is. It, uh, it's like a divination. It really is Because it's using, it's using spiritual creative power void from truth. But it's using principles. Yep. It's using principles. And truth being a person, not a principle. And, and it's using scriptural principles to come in touch yeah. with the Holy Spirit. Yep. You can only come in touch with his spirit when you're led by him. Ooh. You can't Ooh. take yourself in by Ooh. a principle. Now, principles we know, scriptural yeah, principles. Yeah, this is coaching ourselves into yeah. his presence. There it is. We, we, we can have scriptural principles that we know they work. Mm. But if they're not led in by the Holy Spirit, then we shouldn't have them working. Yeah, it's so true. Because unless what he says is true, is the truth that takes me in, it's the lie. Unless what he says for my life is true. Like, example, unless he's talking to you about marriage, you're not allowed to picture it. Right. Because he's not talking to you about that right now in your life. He's talking to you about your own identity, healing. He's talking to you about you believing in yourself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? These are where he's saying, I'm allowing you to picture. Right. Anything else is illegal. And so if you turn around. A bit there for you. <laughs> if you turn around and uh, say, I, I want to challenge the word. Uh -oh. I'm allowing. I want to challenge mm. that. Mm. You know, I've always said to you, Find out where God is blessing and get there. Now, you're in church and you've got uh, a great movement of God going on in teaching. It's, you know, like, oh, wow, this pastor is a great teacher. But God is not speaking about the move of teaching. Mm. He might be doing a season of evangelism. Mm. So... Where is it that God is? Mm. Is he in the teaching or is he in, in the evangelism? That's a very important question because the evangelism mm. is what he's declaring as the season yes. of. Yes. The teaching is a gift. It's a gift that's going to be there, but it's going to have a special anointing on it when it's the time for that season. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's just going to be teaching a lot of information. Wow. I thought she was going to bring up the bank account one, and I did not want to <laughs> deal with that one again because that one, that analogy in itself was a lot but anywho but do you yes. understand what i'm saying so i had a, a pastor where uh pastor tony dr tony he was um in texas and uh, he went to preach at a certain church and uh when he finished preaching and uh, the, I think it was a day or so after we were invited to go for dinner and um, 
uh, I went and this pastor said to me, you know, I'm going to give you some really good advice, Robert. And I said, okay, and it was, when you know where God is, get there. Don't go after God if you know he's over here and you're over there. Said, follow where he is. Because that is the only thing that he is going to bless. The rest will be work. (laughs) And that's the only thing that's going to bear fruit. And And we're required to produce the fruit. fruit. And it won't bear fruit. Why won't it bear fruit if you are trying to do something by principles? It won't (laughs) bear fruit because the fruit belongs to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit only allows his fruit to be born by himself. Wait, wait, wait. Can I just ask this? Is this exactly what you were talking about, about the Judas pitfall? Because it just finally landed. I'm a little delayed here, I know. <laughs> but the Judas pitfall was literally like him by principle, let's feed yes, the poor. Yes, yes. And he missed the opportunity just being at the feet of Jesus like the woman yes. was. Yes. Like that intimate moment yes. right there. Yes, oh my the God, Holy Spirit could not bear fruit through him So he was all. he was doing the good thing by... His self-consciousness yes. of so let's feed the poor because I know there's so many that yeah, because that seems that feeling you that see poor seems people like you know. a good thing yeah yeah you know I mean that's uh, a good principle mm. feed the poor yeah, isn't yeah. it funny how when you try to go by principle it will reveal the real intention of your heart of course because Judas <laughs> Judas wasn't really interested in feeding the poor no, he was interested no. in getting to the money that was a nice cover but he tried to use principle to be his cover and principle. Principle can't take you in to the spirit. Oh, my God. It's not an entrance into the spirit. The door of the spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. If you open it, try to open it by principle, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, my God. You're going to be in trouble because you're trying to create something that's not meant to be created. Wow. Come on, all the people that want them principle. Wow. With business and being like, I'm going to do Jesus' business. I'm going to do Jesus' business. This is for... i this kingdom technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't want that. Mm-hmm. There is no technique. <laughs> There's no technique. It's so, called Holy you know, Spirit. Uh, you know, he so, is the only technique. And a lot of time, because the reality of a by stripes unhealed is not in mm, you... Mm, mm. You use principles and you try to apply principles of spiritual doors. Yeah. And I'm sorry, they have to line up. Yes. You can't have that. And Pastor, before we go, I want to quickly say, before we move on from this, it's really important because if you apply a principle, you actually don't don't bear any fruit. But if you bear anything, you bear what somebody else... You bear a principle. You bear a principle's fruit... That's right. ...in someone else's life, and it's not real for your life, and that's why it only works for a certain amount of time. principle. You don't... Unless you're working on someone else's life, then you're trying to bear fruit. Bear fruit. But you only bear the principle. I would say uh, the result... 
yeah. is just principle. It's not a heart changed or transformed. No, it's not. It's like if I go to a wealth coach mm. and I live according to what the wealth coach is saying. Exactly. If I just apply the principle, I will see some results. Yeah, yeah. But does that change my spirit of poverty? Does that change oh my belief God. that I lack? Does that change my belief that God is withholding from me? No, it just bears the result of the wealth coach's principle. Wow. Because it hasn't become real revelation. It hasn't become entrance into the spirit by Holy Spirit, true knowledge. We talk about this in the course. The only knowledge that can bring you in is the true knowledge of revelation birthed Mm. via the spirit. Yeah, what if I was to say to you and really challenge you, you can hit that one, Shania. I'm just going to say, what if I was to say to you and, and really hit this one and say, if you touch something that's a principle, right, and, it, and God's not letting you use the Holy Spirit, isn't behind this, right? It's his fruit you got to bear, so you can't bear fruit unless he lets you. Oh, oh, oh my gosh, I just, that just landed. That just, that just landed. Go ahead, go ahead, I'm following you. Oh so if you try to do this on your own and you're not working with him, what are you bearing? Mm. You're bearing... Not, yeah, you're not bearing his fruit because he has to be involved in it. You can't bear principles. This works. Yes, we know it works, but is it going to work right now? This is what I, I go back to this wealth thing. This is what so many Christians do. You know, oh, I'm going to Financial Pace University. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. Nothing against that. But that was a revelation for that man for that time. Now, how is God going to give you the revelation for your life, for your time? He's not going to do it via a principle. He's he's going to do it by via a revelation spoken to your spirit by his spirit. It's the and only you have, way. Like you said, and you have to see him. Yep. You have to see him. You have to behold him if there's going to be any change. Don't go by words. Go by seeing him. And that brings the transformation. First of all, wow. And talk about that fruit, because just to give the listeners another analogy similar, it's like when you go to anger management, oh, get ridden, yeah. you're trying to get rid of your anger, but it doesn't give you self-control. Nope. That's, you know, that's exactly what Dr. Anger management. Yes. That's what Dr. Robin and Passionate is going on, just in case you don't understand the wealth one. Oh, they but understand. to... <laughs> Right, Pastor. They're just fighting it. (laughs) Yes. They're just saying it's so They're denying it. No, they're just saying it's so deep. (laughs) Slow Uh, down. I can't even see. But we we can't slow down because we want to see 
results. Yes. Jesus did what he saw his father doing. Now, here's the key. Mm -hmm. He could have done a lot that he saw his father doing, but he only did what he saw his father doing. Do you know what? He could have said, Dad, I know that you could do anything, so whatever I put the the Uh principle of the kingdom into your kingdom, it'll work. Come on. But he didn't. He saw his father doing it in that moment and he did it. The key here is in the moment. The principle takes what has already been done and applies that as a technique. Yes. See, Jesus didn't say, well, Dad, you did it this way yesterday. I'm going to do it again today. You're going to do it again this way. If he did, he would be applying a principle that worked. Yes, but it would not be revelation for the now moment. It was a principle that worked yesterday, (laughs) and it there there might be something missing out of that that has to be applied so that the Holy Spirit can work it today in the spirit. Something relevant to this too, Dr. Robin, you said, I don't remember when you said this, but um, you were telling us like we, oh, during the peace one, where we may be trying to apply warfare to an area that needs peace, going off of just principle of like, yeah, of course, to get the demon out of my life, I got a warfare, but you're saying it's just similar, correct me if I'm wrong, but it if could, you're... It, uh, to get the demon out... Sometime might mean straight out deliverance. It might mean intercession. Mm -hmm. It might mean whatever. It might mean healing. You have no idea. Unless you ask him. And that's why you (laughs) can't, you can't make it that way, black and white. You can't. You have to hear and you have to hear spirit to spirit. It's the only way it works. To enter the spirit, through the spirit door, you have to enter via the Holy Spirit. And pastor, if we break it down to its basic form, spells are principles. Which the witchcraft of the occult uses. They use principles all the time. After principle after principle what sets us apart from yeah, spells yeah, yeah. yeah if we go via just principles yeah revelation if you add this and you do yeah. this if and I you do, do a that plus b a, and i mix b, three b. and c i yep. get d and then i get the and spell I, and i use that over and over to get the same results yeah but the the revelation of the holy spirit is unique to each individual That's for right. the right exactly in the moment right. time Mm. And this is so powerful because even with that young ruler that I talked about tonight, he wanted to go on principle. You know, he wanted to say, yeah, the rich young ruler. Yeah, I've done all that. Yeah. I've applied all that principle. I've done it all. I've, you know, I've kept that commandment and I've kept that commandment. I've kept that commandment. And Jesus really dives in and says, yeah, but you've done all of that void of my spirit, which is love. Because right now I'm going to test if you've really done it. Because if you love 
what you say you love, then it'll be nothing for you to go and sell everything wow. and give it to the poor. Yeah. And so the principle Ooh, always brings you to the same direction all the time. Now, I, I wrote this uh, journal called, uh, yeah, uh, they call it Patton. Or, yeah, I'll call it Patton because mm -hmm. I'm Australian. Go for it. Um, when the pattern's right, the glory falls. Mm. Now, whose pattern? God's pattern. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit's pattern. Mm -hmm. Not my pattern. Not the church's pattern. What? But the Holy Spirit's pattern. When it's right in your life, the glory will fall mm -hmm. and you'll see miracles. Now, that's the way it works. But people see something and they say, well, you know, it works for you. You have this big crusade and it works so well. And we're going to just uh, photocopy this. Photocopy it. And it'll work for us. No, it won't because it wasn't called for you. I was just about to let your gym finish because you got to let that one marinate. About to say that, I think, too, you kind of touched on this, so correct me if I'm not on the same wavelength you were on when you mentioned this about when there are some churches that, without the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. just project principle on their congregation. And at least from based off what you said earlier and the flow that we're on, I believe that was voiding me of the fruit of the Holy Spirit because I just kept getting all these principles in my faith to be a better Christian, to think a better Christian, to act like a better Christian. Thank you for touching on this because something I didn't get to say tonight that I wanted to bring out, but I leave it for portals, is see, God's revelation always leads to hope. Principles always <laughs> lead to expectation. Of course, Satan. Always lead to expectation. Always lead to an ungodly standard that you think you have to fulfill. And principles are all very emotional. Very emotional. Soulish emotion. Soulish emotion. Yeah. They, they really stir the soulish emotion. Uh, uh, whereas hope is a whole different yeah. ball game. It's not uh, a soulish emotion. It's a, it's a faith-based thing. Yeah. It's a, a belief system. It's a, a knowing something is ahead, you know. But you're not going to get that through principles because if you don't apply the principles correctly, then, you know, the world says you won't get what you want. Yeah. And to go back to your point, Shanae, about these churches, I believe that because they do not have an active relationship with the Holy Spirit, yes. all they can offer is principle. Because we talked about tonight to be able to enter the supernatural realm and see what the Father sees, the only door is the Holy Spirit. So there if you're not is. allowing him to act and not allowing his fruit to come forward. And what if he's saying, I don't want you to enter yet. Yeah. What if he's saying, I don't want you to enter for that reason? Yeah. What if he's saying, that's not the way I want you to enter? If he's not, if, what if he's saying some of those things and you try to go in there and create yourself? 
What are you creating? Are you creating something alive or something dead? dead. Oh, no. Um. See, the trouble is, the trouble is the spirit realm has only one way. And it's for both bad and good. Yes. Wow. So the devil goes through the same channel as God does. We don't, would you need faith? Hit that. But would you need faith? Would you need faith if you had your separate channel to go through? No, you wouldn't. No. And that's why you have to have faith. That's why you have to work with the spirit and you just can't go in via a principle, even a good scriptural principle. Nope. nope. And it's funny because faith oh. brings you into the supernatural, spiritual realm in the right way and fear brings you in in the wrong way. So both are faith. One is in the positive and one is one in the is negative. negative yeah. The language is still the same. Yeah. See, we, we must... You've got to believe something. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We've got to get this. You've got to believe something. We've got to get it. There's only one channel, right? One channel. And both devil and God go through that channel. Oh my That's goodness. why you've got to know... You've got to know it's the Holy Spirit. And Pastor, just to back you up scientifically, this is the theta brainwave. The theta brainwave is the spiritual plane that we sense spirituality on. And there's no theta that's for God and then a theta for the yeah. devil. Yeah. It's all the same brainwave. It's all the same understanding and yeah. it's all the same marrying of the soul level being mixed in to the mind and the brain on the intellect mm. so the theta brainwave is literally what new ages use mm -hmm. it's what buddhists use mm -hmm. it's what you know hindus use but it's also what believers use mm. and i would tell you right now mm -mm. with everything that's going on in the world oh lord I'm not interested in telling God what to do. I just want to hear what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Yeah. And I think that's the most safest way of uh, really, really praying the Holy Spirit into the situation. Hey, how dare I tell him I know what you're going to do? Mm. No, I don't, but I want you to do what you want to do, and that's what I'm praying for. Mm. You, you want evil dealt with? So do I. Yeah. Wow. You said it before on portals. I love this little statement we said, don't ask God to help. Yeah. Yes. Ask for God's help. <laughs> ask for God's help. Oh, my help. Lord. Wow. So, and we do that. We ask God to help. Yeah, Child. of course we do. Help us. Mm. Help, help us. My Lord. Help us achieve what we're doing. Ah. That's what it is. Help us achieve what we're doing. What? And let's go one further. What we're doing for him. Oh, no. 
Can I go on break now? Please. Go on break. Come on. I don't want to help the Lord, okay? <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. It's clever. <laughs> that was a clever. <laughs> if only you could hear. No, it's not a clone. It's a bubby. That was actually not a really placebo. good joke. No, you can't, and you you wanted to. You were saying that, but you can't reveal Jesus to you. Wow. Let me clarify so the listeners understand what I was saying. I was saying we have these great programs that God has given to men and women of the Lord and of faith, and they've given He's given them kingdom principles. Look, kingdom principles work no matter who the person is. Yes, because they're principles of the kingdom. They're spiritual things that God put in place, not man. And only man has just now been alighted to what is heaven's way of doing things, right? But what I was saying is, unless God has told you personally, unless he's given you the clear to say, right, this is what I'm speaking as true for your life in this moment right now, you could sit under the greatest teaching ministries in the world about financial prosperity and you would have temporary results but you would never see true transformation because here's the key, and pastor's going to bring this out, only the Holy Spirit can reveal Jesus to you. Yeah. You can't reveal him Amen. through principle, wow. and principle, if you rely on it, says I can reveal Jesus to you yeah. through this technique. It's, it's formula. It doesn't and, work. And so the thing is that... Only the Holy Spirit can reveal Jesus, yes. And it's only through him that he reveals Jesus. So he just isn't going to reveal Jesus. He's the vessel yes. that will reveal Jesus. No other way. Nothing you do to try and be in that spirit a world in that situation works. I'm sorry. It's only him who can do it. And that's the way God chose it to be done. That's the only way transformation takes place. It's the only way you get kingdom um, emotions. It's the only way you will understand the word to do with the emotions it's not through any principles or any formulas or anything like that. Nothing. It's through God, the Holy Spirit. He reveals the Son. He reveals the Father. Um, of course, I'm all for whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do. Um, when it comes to a subject you wanted to bring out, Pastor Nate, because I don't know if you guys want to continue on this one. I'm fine to stay on this ride. But you were wanting to bring out the sight revelation that you had, and I just didn't know where that would fit in if you wanted to still mention that. Sight? you Yeah, you were saying during class you wanted to mention something about sight. Oh, yeah, with Blind Bartimaeus. Yeah. yeah, in the okay, so it was in the observing category, yeah. but we're in the revealing category right now. What I want to do, <laughs> I think what we'll do is stay here and yes. I'll, I'll keep it for okay. next week. Go because, ahead. Um, 
there is a powerful truth there. Um, and it's actually not just blind Bartimaeus. It's when Jesus rubs the mud on the man's eye who has, you know, they said, well, he's been this way ever since he was born and they tried to tie it to a, a sin of iniquity, mm. you know, and there's something really powerful there that we can unpack. But one thing I do want to bring us back to is blind Bartimaeus. And I said this tonight. We're talking about you can't reveal Jesus to you. Mm-hmm. So as I said to the class tonight, what is the security blanket that you've been using to try and reveal Jesus to you? Mm. Because we talked about the two difference yeah. of the rich young ruler who said, I've done that, I've kept that, I've remembered all those things, I've quoted all those things, I've said all the right words, I've done all the commandments. And so basically he was saying to Jesus, I know who I am, I know what I'm about, I know what I've done, I know what I've fulfilled. Right. Here's my security in my understanding of myself, right? And um, again, your understanding of yourself is also an illegal entry to the spirit. So, because if you come to God telling him... Anything you're doing, Nate, anything you're doing that the Spirit isn't leading is illegal. Yep, yep. It's not, oh, well, we'll learn, you know, we'll learn to pick it up. Yes, and there's a lot of grace in there that carries us through, but... And we have to see if you want results, you can only do it by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you get no lead, you get yeah. no results. And do you move in the Spirit? Do you walk through the Spirit door you're not really into through the, the spirit spiritual world? No, you're not. No, you're not. And that's but why you, you certainly keep might with be going up looking at. Uh, Maybe coming up against a few demons that you just happen to go up that channel. Uh, you know what? You know, this is it. Look, let me say it. It's a channel, right? It's like an antenna. It goes up in the air, okay? You have one, I have one. It's a spiritual antenna, right? And when we put it up, we can fine-tune it with Scripture, we could rough tune it mm-hmm. with some more deeper scriptures, you know, but we have to tune it in. Now, if we don't tune it in correctly, when the journey goes and the, um, you know, the yep. antenna's up there, there's two sides. You can see your antenna's up here. Which way are you going to go? North, south, wow. east, west, or maybe front, back, maybe left, right? What are you going to do? Because one way or another, you're going to meet with someone. And Pastor, what I wanted to mention from this part of that ties in was when you actually think you're moving in the spirit, but you're not. You're actually moving in a psychic level. You sure are. And psychic is the power of the mind to suggest Yes. This is a level of suggestibility, the, not spirituality. That's that's where the fantasy comes this, in. And this is where the suggestibility and the dr- daydreaming gives way to the anxiety, the fear, the depression, 
because suggestibility is not spirituality. Yeah, it's just suggestions. And this is really, really powerful because something I'm learning about true hypnotism, true hypnotism is what we do every day to ourselves where we counsel ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I I know that. I've heard you say that. And I'm going to unpack it a little bit later on, but when we think we're moving into the spirit via this illegal entry, we're actually moving on a psychic level. We're not yeah. accessing the no, spirit that's what I at just all. Said. You know? And the fruit. Who are you meeting? And the pathways and the contacts that we're coming in contact with. Who's sending them our way? Yes, I just said. Who are you meeting? Who's generating that force of that psychic ability? And I don't mean psychic as in fortune telling. I mean psychic as in mind to no, mind. It's a mind thing. Mind yeah. to mind. Emotion to emotion. Soul to soul, will to will. That's what psychic means on that mind level. So if I'm living in a mind-to-mind power and I see results from a mind-to-mind connection... Which is not real. They're not real. Who's sending those results? I'm just going to say who's sending them, but they're not real results. They're not real results. But who's sending the false lie and light that this is fruit? See what I'm saying? Who's sending that? Who's sending that contact that I got in contact with because I had a daydream? It's it's like um, it's like let's have a look at what's legal, what's illegal. Now it is highly illegal for you to do to use scripture to condemn someone. Please get into this one. My and it is highly illegal for you to condemn yourself with scripture or beat yourself up. You can't do it. You're not to do it. It's highly illegal. You're taking God's word and you're using it for something he didn't give it to you for. I want to jump on something. I'm going to give a three. I'm going to give a three. Three. Give me another one. I want to hit something on the head to do with this psychic mind-to-mind connection and suggestibility. I'm probably going to hit some buttons when I do this one. This thing Mm. about, oh, I was scrolling on my Facebook. And I saw this person. And then later on, that person actually came into my life. I saw that person show up. Must have been God. It must have been God. Had to be God. It's a sign from heaven. No, it's the sign of your psychic ability creating a suggestibility and you've coached yourself into believing through mind-to-mind connection and the devil's just gone, right, you're very suggestible right now because you're moving in a psychic not a spiritual phenomenon and not a spiritual level or plane. So I can just rem- I can just use that suggestibility and send someone along your way. Because if I suggest to you it's God, you'll believe it. Yeah. And of course the devil doesn't know where you are. And then that person leads me down a pathway and they take me to a, a place that I shouldn't go at the wrong place at the wrong time. time. But God brought this into my pathway. No, he did not. You tried to bring it in. You tried to bring it in. 
You met with the demons up there with <gasps> your antennas up there and you picked it up and you said, this is God and uh, I'm going to go with it. So when it was the wrong place, the wrong time, you still kept going with it, you know, of course. You know, this is just sheer grace. Mm. Jesus said, here's the key. Now, forget forget the C part. I want to get emphasized. I only do. do what I see my father do. Mm. Now, does that leave anything left? <laughs> nothing left. Absolutely nothing left. Only do. When you say that, there's nothing more you do. Yeah. Only do, and then you add to it, what I see my father do. Mm. Mm. Another do there. He's only doing it because he sees what his father's doing and that's the only thing he's doing. Mm. So... He's showing here, true principle, <laughs> if you want to look at it that yeah. way, the true, the only principle that matters. Can I just quickly go back to this Facebook thing? Oh, I think this is yes, really please something. talk about Facebook and Instagram. Throw Instagram in Why here. did you get into that position of being able to be in that psychic realm of suggestibility and oh. being sent a contact from the enemy because you were idle and daydreaming. Oh. So I never heard that, Pastor. Can you? Because you were idle and daydreaming. What? You were idle on your phone. Oh, yeah. Just and you were scrolling, just, scrolling, yes, scrolling. Comparing yourself. Daydreaming. Wishing yeah. you had it. Oh. Yeah. And put yourself wishing in that place wanting. of suggestibility. I have heard so many Christians say to me, well, it must have been God yeah, because that person showed up right across from me. Yeah. And I, 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 I only saw them on Facebook that day. And I must oh, I only saw their picture in my contacts list and mm -hmm. it must two have hours before. Yep. And it must have been God because I met so many Christians on the journey. Oh, you I went know on what? that cruise. I went on that cruise and uh, I, you know, I, I went on that cruise and and uh, must have been God, must have been God, uh, even though, uh, you know, God spoke to me and told me he didn't want me to go, but he, he must have changed his mind because I went on that cruise and I met so many Christians. You're, you're blessed. You're absolutely blessed that the grace of God kept the boat going. Oh. Yeah. It's really important Again, that I we go back see to this. Who said the <laughs> <laughs> Again, it is so important that we see this. We cannot make up our minds to use the power of the Spirit yep. to create something he's not in creating. Yeah. You can't. I've you can't, you can't. That's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal. The devil couldn't do legal things like that, and neither can we. 
I just, I find it so interesting as we're talking about social media because we've talked about social media before. Delete your Facebooks, get off of it. You know, it is showing a huge idleness, especially if you go look at your screen time of how much you're spending on your apps. And if it ain't a lot of time on a Twerk app, that's enough. (laughs) God damn it. Um, I'm going to confess it. When I was younger in Christ, I've done a lot of this stuff. But as you grow, you see these are things. This is the true principle of Mm -hmm. how it works. Right. Don't use the Holy Spirit's fruit and power and name. But, yeah, but don't use it. He will use it through you. Mm. So it's not apart from him. It's through him. Mm. But he uses it. He's the one that instigates it. He's the one that leads it. He's the one that finishes it. He's the one. And all we get to do is be available for his ability. Yeah. Never our ability, just his ability. Yeah. So this is really serious because the scriptures, Pastor, are full of this. Full of it. I I was thinking when you were talking about it tonight, one of the ones that I was thinking about was uh, uh, the Battle of Ai with, yeah. uh, and then the Battle of Jericho. Yeah, yeah, it went in. Grace, 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 grace. Amazing grace on that one. Yeah. And it came up to Ai and, uh, you know, the principle, it works. It's going to work again, you know, because, look, we just knocked down. Well, actually, they didn't knock it down. It was God who mm. knocked Jericho right. as they walked around and did what the Holy Spirit wanted mm-hmm. them to do. And mm. so then they decided to cause that principle to operate and think that they could walk in the, the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't bother to listen to the Holy Spirit who was telling them there's sin in this camp. There's sin in the camp. And I'm not go- and God you're not going to get the blessing of God because there's sin in the camp. Right. And so what happened? Thousands got killed. Yeah. They got killed. And they come back, what happened, God? What happened? What happened? Mm-hmm. You didn't come back to find out. Mm-hmm. You just went on and did it on your own journey. And what's Nothing funny is that worked. Right. the Lord only had them walk around the wall once. Yeah. One time. Not There's only one. And here's the key, a massive key. Listen to this. Where in the Bible is there two Jerichos? One Jericho. So why would you use the principle of Jericho (laughs) when there's only one One. Jericho? That's right. So I was about to say, if they had applied the walking around at AI, it wouldn't have worked. It would have been religion. You you have to see this because... uh, we're going, trying to go into the spirit illegally. 
And pastor, this is what religion is the lie mm. that says totally the move that God has already moved, I can apply again today. Again and again and again and, and, again, again, and, again, and again, again and again. And the move actually ends up being the thing that limits God's potential yeah, yeah. to move again. Yeah. And the move is the very thing that God stops it with. He yeah. won't allow it to happen. He portion he stops it. Yep. And that's what he did with AI. He yep. stopped it. He said, No, there'll be no victory here. Yep. So but once what was life in the revealing of God in a facet and manner, when we don't like blind Bartimaeus, come back to this story to finish with, it wasn't until he threw aside his cloak. I said yeah. this tonight in the in the in the class. Yeah, he threw his principles, and, and I and I hope people get get how it ties in. It wasn't until he threw it aside that Jesus turns to him. Now he was wailing, he was desperate, he was crying out, and it got Jesus's ear a bit. It got his attention. Yeah, but what got his face? Yeah, was when he threw aside what he had been depending upon. His line security blanket. blanket. Yes, security blanket. Security blanket. And he said, right, no matter what I have to do, I'm throwing this aside and I'm getting to him. Mm. Jesus turns around and goes, what do you want me to do for you? Straight away. So all the desperation, all all that had got his ear. Yeah. But throwing it aside... Got his face. Yeah, and it got it got uh, caught, uh, blind Bartimaeus. It got him. That Jesus saw it, but do you know what he did? What he kept with him as a principle of how things work. Yep. Was it no? No, I'm throwing it aside. Yep. I don't care if I got nothing to hold the coins in. Yep. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna be healed. Yeah. Because, you know, I can see this. Yep. I can see it. He could see it. It was something he saw. That's why he threw it aside, because he got that, got that witness that Jesus saw him. Yeah, and, in, and furthermore, what I didn't get to share tonight, he got the witness of who Jesus was via the Holy Spirit. That's right. He said, Jesus, son of David. Yes. By him saying son of David, he's saying you are Messiah. That's right. He got that witness. You are the one. And that, talk about primed him, that was the thing that primed him to be able to throw it aside. Yeah. See, yep. some of us are trying to throw our security blankets aside without getting the Holy Spirit to reveal who Jesus is. Yeah. And then, again, that'll become a principle that you live by. Oh, well, if I just throw this and aside, that's what happened then I'll be to, able to see Jesus. And that's what happened, didn't happen to Judas. Judas, um, you know, he never he, got the visual. He, he, never he, got the visual. he said he, it was an innocent man. Uh, an innocent man. So he stuck with his principles and his principles end up hanging him. Wow. Oh. Prince are killed. <laughs> you want to hit that? 
That'd be great time too. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. It was good. It was good. Very good. I have no words. I have no principles. She has no words. I have no coins. <laughs> I have no blankets. Maybe I do. You have but I need to ask the Holy Spirit. I need to ask the Holy Spirit. Don't be giving away blankets. You ain't asked the Holy Spirit which one. Okay? Don't lean on got any several. blankets or any principles. <laughs> right. We don't care if your mama made it, who made it. Don't you lean know, on no blankets. The, way, the devil uses biblical principles but they don't last okay good night everyone <laughs> the devil use biblical principles but, but they, they don't, don't last. last oh wow i mean go ahead Can please debbie it's just encouraging me tell me something um so much that Finally, I'm understanding scriptures. I'm not a theologian by any means, but I'm finally understanding the basic scripture where it's like, my sheep hear my voice, but it says, and I know them, and they follow me. Yeah. There's like a two-step after yep. the, my sheep hear my voice. Yeah. And, and that's knowing finally him. kicking in yep. with everything intimately, that you've been saying. Because that word there is yada, only knowing yeah. him intimately puts you in the position for you to follow him. It helps me to yeah. sift out. Not you know, knowing principle. You were saying like those that go you on the cruise ships. You can hear it, but there's more to it. Yeah, like you literally have to give up your knowing of yeah, him it, to know him. It's more than it's so just true. hearing. Yeah. You have to be in line. I never saw the two steps after that first part. <laughs> Her eyes are open. That's good. Her eyes are being open. Yeah, this is a new eye opening. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, thank you, everyone. Thanks, Pastor. Thank you, uh, Deborah, for joining us on the portals team. See, look at all that you had to. Yeah, thank you. Contribute. I definitely was getting fed. <laughs> yeah, right, you know, it's all right. You did amazing. You let the Holy Spirit use you in this gifting to fill in. <laughs> I, I'd like but, to round it off by saying something to the people. To people. Tell the people. Uh, I would like to tell you uh, about what we just talked about tonight, about illegal things, uh, illegal operation and illegal entry and illegal results. Okay? So what I want you to look at here is take a really good look uh, how we work with the Holy Spirit and let him challenge us for results. Mm. Let's do that. Amen. You, know, you know what it is? Again, I only do what I see my Father doing. The word here that we need to grab a hold of, often we say the word see, the word tonight is doing. I'll leave it with you guys. God bless you. Come again.